we're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. astronauts you are now rocking with the worst this is the worst case scenario whether or not there were some ads that ran before this or not there may have there may not have been it may have been uh, advertised by myself valio iglesias mc onion the rap scallion punani defranco known to the ladies as a pimp named sugar cookie or it could have been run by adam strange aka the vice count dirty yeah. finger tooth willis forrest gums or it could have been mentioned by silvery plath not yet the saucy lovely voice the buttery smoothness of iwoko ono Alicia Silverstone, Yoni Berra, um, and other super crack and popping things uh, on the worst case scenario uh, involve um, Brian Laundry. Oh. Is uh, the alleged murderer of his own girlfriend, Gabby Petito? Is that how we pronounce that? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's Petito. It's yeah, potato, I'm, potato, potato, you know, potato, potato. That's too, too soon. That's too probably soon. you know, but I mean, that's probably how he thought he was gonna get away with it. Now saying. laundry, it's fine. You can call him whatever you want. Yeah, well, he's dirty laundry, laundry as yeah. far as I'm concerned. You know that he's not gonna. Are he's because he's washed. Now, are you, are you talking <laughs> about the recent sighting? Uh, well, in oh, the in the North Carolina area, because oh. I personally believe it's just the Asheville Tourism Council mm-hmm. was just like, hey, look, let's dress somebody up and have them walk around out there so we can get some more tourists here because nobody's know. coming and we can get these, these reporters can get up here. They'll be spending money oh. in the hotels. We're My friend had a fake. possible recent sighting. Huh? And not only I think that, they got like five of them running around. They hired actors. My friends got. A They've really been hiring good one. actors with beards lately. Okay, and I want to hear all of this, but here uh, I think that. We are touching on all of the above, which is the options are, is he in the Asheville area on the app trail? Um, well, he's from Florida, and, so he's probably in Asheville. Yeah, god damn. Because every single one Absolutely. of them fuckers has to come here for they, at least a half hour a year. Is he from St. Pete? I don't, I don't know. No, he, well, they're, I think they're from New York. They're from Long Island, and their family moved to Florida. Oh, so a classic. And he lives with his mommy and daddy still because he's We're not a classic real. halfback. I think he lives move. with anybody right now. Okay, well, and that no. brings us to he's our. He's on the land. They helped him. No, no, but here, there, there's our Where, did, second. Did someone escape on a sheep once? Like, why did they say that? He's on the lamb. Like, I just see this criminal, like in a like a striped suit with a mask on, and he's riding a sheep out of town. And they're like, he's on the lamb. Are you blind, and Brian it's, Laundry? It's, nah. nah, and it's just stuck. <laughs> Uh, no, the lamb. Do lambs the, run away? The other um, is that a thing? The other option. That little Bill Peep has lost her sheep. Yeah, Bro, see, this uh, is age old. I guess yeah. It, I bet you it's from that. I uh, all right. on the lamb. He's little Bo Peep. You say? He's so <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I don't disagree in any way that it would be. I think everyone's sitting here, and the listeners may not, but uh, everyone sitting here knows the just shameless nature of the Asheville Tourist Council, the Chamber of Commerce. They would definitely be like, I don't know. 
Is he in the Asheville area? Should you come check for him? We're there's not probably saying we a, haven't seen him. There's probably a laundry Lazoom tour. Oh, there's a laundry list, if you will, sir. Now you can go on Lazoom and see everywhere he, we think we yeah, spotted that him. We, that, he, that he may or may not have With been. comedy. Uh, also, extra uh, emphasis to that idea is you heard that Dog the Bounty Hunter is apparently on the case. Well... There's actually, I looked into this, okay, and it's, it's, it's if you've Are noticed, you? there's been a lot of dog press releases in the last, like, nine months, and it mm. starts with, first, his wife dies. Beth Chapman, lady dog, Bro. she dies, okay, and then... His last wife died, too. And then he's dating some, some, mm. some new woman, mm. and then his daughter hates mm. the new woman, and then there's just news stories about, like, dog's daughter not happy with dad's new wife. You this know, is like, a publicity that's stunt. That's a thing. And then it keeps going, but then he starts a new show. It's called Dog Unleashed with... Unleashed media. So there's some douchebag who thought having a dog show would be a good idea, so we gave him money. You're not allowed to have tasers in Virginia, mm. okay? And this is a all over the country. He's not just in Hawaii now. He's everywhere. But he broke he's the law in the first everywhere. show. First show they're filming, he's in Virginia, and they show him, like, push his way into somebody's house. And then somebody watching the video was like, oh, you, you know you can't just enter a house. First off, he's not licensed in Virginia. So he right. can't even be doing this. He shouldn't be doing this. He's already that disease. He's breaking the law by even looking for that guy. Right. Number two, he's wearing a taser. He threatens somebody with the taser while he's pushing his way into their house. These are three felonies that your show has just committed. So the guy running the show was like, oh, done. This show's over. We're done. We're not having a show. There's no more dog show. There's no dog show right now. I don't know what he's filming in Florida. So that guy's suing him for no dog shows. Then, then dog comes out and says that that guy canceled his contract because he's an asshole and all this stuff. And so that guy's suing dog for defamation right now. And there's like four cases involved in this one dog unleashed show where dog breaks the law three or four times on camera. And so he's also getting in trouble with Virginia for doing that because in the case that came out mm -hmm. and Virginia was like, oh, we can press charges. That's illegal. So he's got like four cases. He shouldn't be out filming right now. And so mm -hmm. he decides in the middle of all these cases, he's going to go look for Brian Laundry. He's got no license in Florida. I believe he's that not allowed to apprehend catch. He's or, being paid for that. No, it's his own. No, this is his. He's using his own money. And no one knows who's paying for this film crew. It seems like he got he bought a film crew and he's trying to make his own show that he's going to pitch. And that no one will give him a TV show right now because the only person who did is now involved in litigation. Not even Netflix. Well, did you hear the and enlightening information that he's provided so far on the case? No, let me know. I know he had a, a he had a plane flying that said, "Have you seen Brian Laundry? Call Dog." So yeah, he's like been looking into the history of what Brian Laundry liked to read. Yeah. Sometimes uh, he and Gabby Petito would read these novels out loud to one another, and then Dog posted that they are so dark. Oh. That he now feels that Brian Laundrie is actually a serial killer because of the dark nature of what he's reading. Yeah. And he compared to one of the things that he read mm. to being 10 times worse than Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yo, worse than Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> we're, we're, getting close, we're getting close to like Iron Maiden now. 10 you times know? worse than Dungeons and Dragons. Or this, guy, to AC /DC. this guy is clearly a serial killer. Well, the FBI has not figured out is that Brian Laundrie is actually a dungeon master. <laughs> and he's known as Brian Dirty Laundrie. I think he's a black belt in Dungeons and, and oh Dragons. Oh my God. I'm and pretty sure. He because he be. hasn't washed his laundry, that's why he's a dungeon he master. I mean, these are things that dog would say this is not what i'm saying this is what Dwayne, well the dog bounty hunter would say many bounty hunters actually is christian last name here's the so thing too know. is a lot of details came out in the last couple days about that that should have been out there and obvious like okay 
the, him, him and Gabby are out in the national parks doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Police bust him a little bit for having a fight in public. There's some photos of that taken. Well, mm-hmm. they called the police. In the next two days, he gets in a plane and flies back to Florida. Empties a storage locker. Brian does? Yep. Flies back to Salt Lake and then somehow works his way back to the parks. And then, three or four days later, a couple sees him in a park camping. They see the van, take a picture of the van by itself. Someone sees him at a, a park by himself. Someone picks him up hitchhiking alone. Then he drives the van back to Florida. And then all these things happen. But the fact that he took an actual flight, like, I... Those I, are bizarre. I guess, public, I I guess who's I flying isn't either. public knowledge, but you'd think that, like, a cop would be like... This, this, like, the second that somebody's like, hey, this guy might have killed my daughter. Be like, let me type his name into this computer. Oh, did you know he just flew back from Florida, like, a week and a half ago? You think that would come up? Like, with the police. The, the police could see, like... I would just think that. Like, if the cops were looking into me and they type some, my name somewhere, that they might get some flight information as well. But yeah. maybe not... Except oh, they what, definitely get flight information. What you haven't put together is the fact that uh, Brian Laundrie is actually hiding under the flower beds in his parents' backyard. I've heard that there's a um, there's talk that there was a bunker and that he was in there and there was some X-ray shots yeah. from the sky what? from with a drone. No, there weren't. He's any, clearly in Asheville. There weren't any X-ray shots. No, he's in Asheville because everything is fucking terrible here, and he's, he's from Florida. Like, Yo, no one will ever fucking find me. I'm a Floridian in Asheville, so that's obviously true. But what we don't know he's is also simultaneously true. Is it definitely some, already got a working a at a brewery? He's yeah. he has. He was some, in my friend's recycling. He's like Sky Dog or something. <laughs> he has somehow. Uh, Grown dr- blonde dreadlocks. He probably saw and- a bear. <laughs> my friend, my friend, literally saw a man pop out of her recycling bin the other night, and she didn't know thing first about Brian Laundry, and she is one of the most like concerned individuals I know about the situation like this. Yet handled it like a fucking boss. I just want to say, thought it was a possum or a raccoon in there, had her like eyes through the blinds, and all of a sudden her recycling bin that was kind of shaking, making sounds. She was like, "What is it? Is it my possum? Is it a bear? Like, what's the deal?" Pops open, a man jumps out of her she, recycling. She got bin. it on film. She's never heard of this motherfucker in her life. But she got it on camera? No, said, she oh, just watched the dude run. I would She's be not like, someone that Instagram. even her smartphone. I'm taking over Instagram for a goes week. running and she's like, he's got this oversized white t-shirt. He's kind of like a shaved head, bald white dude. He's running his ass off. She was like, oh. And then one of her friends was like, you know, there is this guy that fits that description that might be around that. Kind of interesting. Get your money. Oh, so I, she tried to run outside and just watch this guy take it off. I, I and she was like, if, was just, it a random um, Asheville meth head or sound, was it Brian Laundry? It doesn't sound like the, well, a the, person of the interest. Opera, the, the, doesn't seem like something that somebody who doesn't get caught does. You know, like I would think somebody who's jumping in and out of recycling bins is going to get caught more than who Brian Laundry. Who the going to catch him? He jumps out, he runs. Who the fuck's APD? I'm just saying. <laughs> like Eric They're Rudolph. They're not getting anybody. You know, you know who saw Eric Rudolph for five years? Nobody. Yeah. And you know where he okay. was caught? He, in a dumpster behind a Super Fresh? Yeah. Exactly. He behind was in a, a dumpster. No, he was in a dumpster behind a Krispy Kreme. See, cream. now we know. But it was like a Piggly Wiggly. The, it was the, so it was. No, it was, it was a Krispy Kreme. Uh, trust and believe. But uh, here's... Dig the pig. Here's a huge difference between Floridian Brian Laundry and, uh, and not that either of them is you know, a hero by any means. But the difference between him and Eric Rudolph is that Eric Rudolph grew up in Appalachia as someone who did a lot of 
camping and let's just say outdoor lifestyle like he was this laundry guy had a blog the- about camping that's all he did yeah. that was his job are you that's but- what he did for a living he went camping and like read murder but- novels evidently yeah, yeah and dungeons but- and dragons yeah and kill chicks Times are, are, are we just turning a blind eye to the survivalist background of eric rudolph no, like no. there's a reason he, he, eric rudolph he stayed out there caught. longer than laundry will Way, way, but way, Laund- way. But let's not say that Laundry's not a camper. Eric Rudolph That's all he does. basically a Western North Carolina survivalist who Yo. just ran circles around the FBI for a fucking decade. Casey I'm Anthony not- was at a rainbow gathering. Yeah, but she got arrested and tried and found not guilty. That's different than being a survivalist who runs circles around the FBI in a very small area of Appalachia and then only gets caught because he just finally gets sick of it, goes dumpster diving in a Krispy Kreme, and when a cop shows up and finds him, he's like, hey, do you have any ID? And he goes... No, but I'm Eric Rudolph. I'm kind of done with this. Yeah, so it's sure exactly it, the imagine same. Imagine the FBI in profile. the beginning of this. The, <laughs> the FBI was in the recycling bin in my homie's house. He's just like, the FBI All right. like walked to the edge of the forest and we're like, yeah, I think he's in there somewhere. Yo, bro, like, you out here? In there, they're like, I'm wearing a suit, man. This is Give like, it up, I'm buddy. I'm wearing a tie. Like, I'm not going in those woods. He's like, you know, I hear Warren Haynes is playing up at Cherry Street tonight. And then they went to Asheville. They got dogs and girlfriends. And they, the FBI would call every six months. Like, you're still looking. Oh, still looking. I'm <clears throat> still looking. And then. Yeah, no, agreed. They, the FBI is a lot more lackluster than their, you know, uh, public. Than TV would indicate. Yeah, would le- would lead you to believe. I think we're all on the same page with that. Um, well, after the 70s, after the public congressional hearings, they were like, guys, we got to stop with the acid parties. No more hookers. I yeah, doubt they're it. They're watching. They still do all that shit. Yeah, no, they're still trash, but and they've probably always been trash. They just don't have like the. Not that the, LSD parties indicate you're trash. Or no, no, no. I was just, you know, just I'm, to but, clarify. but that one did backfire pretty horribly on them. You know, they were like, happens. we are going to mind just, control yeah. all of these motherfuckers, and next thing you know, like, that's the, CIA. the merry pranksters. That's ha- a, no, the CIA did mind control shit. I, I, the, I, get, I got leave, man. I, I'm, I'm in the middle of a huge book. You got leave? The, the, the Dulles brothers also were doing some shit too, but the FBI bought the world supply of LSD and fucking went crazy with it. I mean, not the world Okay, so but again. No, they, they honestly did. Okay, this, this but dude it, went in the, but again, in the late the 50s and bought brother, all the acid in the world. Right, but the Dulles brothers were not so in the charge. It's not like, an, uh, like a, the Dulles brothers a commodity were not, you can't. I'm listening. No, the no they du- could make more. They, people could make more, but they Thank bought you. all that was in existence. Kind no, they're, of. They're like Doritos. It was know. crazy. And then they Crunch took it all most you of want, it to we'll Kentucky. More. But no, the once du- you pop, you can't stop. The no, you're thinking of like Honestly, crystal yeah. meth and crack. But my point is that the Dulles brothers were not in charge of the FBI. They no. were in charge of the intelligence CIA. community. Well, no, they well, they were the CIA at that time. Yes, they were the, the, right. The CIA. And, but CIA, FBI, whatever. And Gottlieb was in no, charge of technical acronyms. services they're, you know, of the FBI. In a matter of speaking, but that but it's two different communities. I don't know. We're scared of all of you, and you're all in. I, that's true. I am. I am scared of all of them. Um, but I'm just okay. If we may get back to my original point, which is that uh, as any fucking internet sleuth knows, Brian Laundry is not in Asheville. He's underneath his parents' flower beds, uh, in the backyard of their home. I feel like that's an episode of Shameless. Easily, it's, easily, it's, it but it's also an episode I mean, of point so of in, a person of interest. So Utopia. It's so many 
person of interest is the a really is good show. There. Gorilla, are the, is Brian Laundry not a person of interest? POI. He's acronyms. Killing it. Killing it. And Jesus is going to come get his ass. Yo, but so if you. If That's you what happens not, in um, Person of Interest. Jim Caviezel comes and gets you. He was in Passion. Though. If he you've not been passion. watching, though. So, internet, internet sleuths. Good show. He, he's, yeah, he's also Passion of the Christ, but we don't need to get into that. My point right now, if we may for once stay on topic, is AI that the, the person, I know, I'm doing my best. What am I going to do here? It's a great um, show. <laughs> Got like five subplots. Thus far, we are three persons of what disinterest. What was the topic of your show this week? <laughs> that, I can't explain that, it to you. I don't it's hard know. To say. It's hard to say. That one chick is on the show that was the cop, but then she dies and she goes over to that show about rap music on Fox. All right. Can I, if I may, look. So, Internet sleuths uh, are alleging oh. that they have flown a drone bars oh. over the uh, parents of Brian Laundry's home and it not only does his mother in their opinion in their opinion uh, spend a disproportionate amount of time in the flower beds she's just like Psst, hey Brian yeah can you hand me down there and they and they I'm from Long Island remember and that uh, one of the drones caught his hand coming up handing his gardening mother uh, something that here's they, a bag of shit, mom. They, they, right, they'd like here's a ziploc full of my poop, mom. Here's today from two to four. Um, but yeah, they for some reason think that whatever was sticking up out of the flower bed was a, was a hand. Was a hand uh, giving, you know, handing his mother something, and um, and they're like, this proves that Brian Laundry is living under the flower beds, and that okay, so. Obviously, they're saying like there's a bunker under the flower beds, but I don't really know how one would, if you have a bunker under the flower bed and you want to reach up and down, Mm -hmm. how does the bunker open and close without a door? Right. And, And usually a bunker doesn't just have like a hatch. Usually there's some kind of like air seal element right. to it so like usually it's they're large you know and right. you gotta be big enough for a human to get in and out there's usually not a pass-through hole for just for just something large enough for a hand in a poop bag yeah. you don't know like how other people design their secret yeah. bunkers and that's the thing now you could have a secret bunker that's definitely a doable thing anybody oh, could have sure. built one 50s till now that no one saw them build or had i might totally have forgotten. multiple you don't know that absolutely uh and this is for the skeptics what what I thought was hilarious, they were like, oh, my God, you think that they were able to, like, totally dig out a bunker and put that in there in the time between when he murdered the kids? It's like, well, no, obviously, if if he lives in if the bunker on the of flower bed, then he knew that he that that his parents had the bunker and that was put there long ago because they're like, uh, you know, preppers. Now, they haven't lived there long enough. For it to be a Wait, secret. Do you know that? Yeah, they they were they lived in Long Island two years ago. I did part of the oh, story. They, they, they just they moved down there. Like the couple, the kids were in school in Long Island together. Mm-hmm. Like Gabby and whatever laundry, and the parents, his parents moved to Florida. Her parents still in Long Island. They went to Florida for a few months and then went on their van trip. 
And they were like, hey, son, don't worry. Uh, you know, good luck storming the castle. If you murder your girlfriend, you know, there's always a bunker for you to stay in here. But just the idea that there could be a, you know, an airlock, a hatch through which one can open it. Yeah. And the soil of the airbed would not just fall down and create a hole to but that you could like stick a hand up thriller style and be like, hey ma, here's my pecan. And it would totally suck so, if you had a bunker. So you're like, as a teenager, you're like, I got this great place to smoke weed, but it vents all the weed out right at my mom's rose garden, right behind the house. You know, that wouldn't be any good. You'd want it to go know. to the back of the yard. But usually they do have an air vent coming out somewhere that, you know, but that's usually not. Yeah, but they just use paper towel, like. Tubes with the oh, you mean like yeah. fabric softener? Fabric softener, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, they're golden. Wait, so you think that's what it is? Rose scented, so when you blow it through the yeah. rose garden, nobody can tell the difference. <laughs> Honey, your roses are on fire again. You're like, no, no, Brian's just got his friends. They're watching a Pink Floyd movie. It's your murder, son. But the thing is, there was too much stuff going on. When he first got back, he would have mm. just disappeared. He wouldn't have had to like go get a burner phone and then take trips out to fucking campsites and shit. Mm. No, I think when you're stupid, you do a bunch of shit. That's why I like the whole theory that he's really a serial killer is like, man, it doesn't really make sense. You kill one person, you're like a dumbass, right? You're going to go do all this stuff and not realize that all of it will be traced later. Mm -hmm. I mean, if he was really a serial killer, he would have had this shit down. But now he's yeah. just leaving like ridiculous but, breadcrumbs but all over the every place. serial killer usually their, their first two or three I like this as a title you know the evidence doesn't usually disappear until number two or three you know like the first couple you know that that's what they at least in the um the netflix shows that i watch yeah <laughs> they usually they the first one they're like that's the emotional one but then once they kill the first one that's when they get the taste for it and they, start bringing, right. and they start bringing now, plastic and yeah. duct tape so i just what i know of serial killers which, which is, is a fair a amount. Lot. Which a is lot. a fair amount. More, more than us, personally. It's kind of a hobby. You have interacted personally with a serial killer. These you facts. don't tend to kill your, like, partner, person your lover, of interest. Your friend your lover, or someone the they would not comprehend. all over Instagram. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not really the MO. It's usually, like, you're married to the same woman for this many years, and you kill all these people on the side. Like, it just doesn't really add up. Wait, I mean, you only kill your side bitches? Never for... They're not your side bitches, gross man. They are <laughs> human beings that you meet and and kill and murder and murder. They are not your like ongoing lovers or no. I am sure that Brian Laundry treated all of his side chicks with human dignity in the wokest That's respect not how it works. before he murdered them. No, I think he's had no, one girlfriend. Remotely. He's had one girlfriend in his life. Gabby Petito is the girlfriend. Probably not going to get another one. No, probably not. But if he does, if he's a there serial are those killer, he's not murdering his girlfriend. That will if he's like a dating. serial killer, he has a girlfriend and he's murdering other people. Right. That's um, what I'm saying. Yes. You don't, if you're you murdering your girlfriend, then you're not that rare. And honestly, one of the leading causes of women in a certain age group. If you are a serial killer, you're not murdering your girlfriend. It's two different things. Well, you might. Serial killers might, you know. It's very unlikely. Yeah, it's unlikely but, Historically, it's but just might, not likely. You yeah. don't murder the people close to you when you're a serial killer. You're murdering other people. You might have a girlfriend, a wife, a family, whatever you have. You're killing Correct. other fucking people. But if you're just a 
I mean, crazy ass motherfucker that likes to murder your girlfriend, then you're way you, more common. Sure, if you, and you're one of the leading right, causes of death for women. Right, and you're just a statistic now because you're in jail for doing the most predictable thing. Like essentially, it's predictable. Or you die in the forest. My son asked me the other day about some serial killers. He was watching some YouTube shit. Very young child. He's not even really into horror shit or anything like that. And then he was like, oh, I've been watching these videos, you know, you know, Uh-oh. gold star on my parenting. But I was like, what do you mean? Like you're watching serial killer videos? Well, let's talk about it because I know a lot about it. Like, no, no, no. It's videos that serial killers make while they're killing. He was super I fascinated. And he was like, so what's up with this guy and this guy? And he had all these interesting facts about Jeffrey Dahmer and, you know, like Ted so Bundy. And so I was trying to be like, oh, shit. OK, like if you're there and you're watching this, let's talk about it. And I had to tell him the whole thing about Jeffrey Dahmer's fucking dude. You know, I was like, that There's is no there. joke to, to explain that to a person no, like yeah. this human being Eight running humans. naked. Yeah. Well, this child, you yeah, know, the running boy who naked. Got away from him, yeah. And went to the police and was like, mm-hmm. "Please help me," but didn't speak English well enough. And mm-hmm. this white man could convince fucking police officers that a naked that this Asian kid boy was his. Lover, boyfriend, right? And that they had had a fight, because I know I've had a lot of fights in my life, a lot of fights. Yeah. But I'm never running fucking naked in the street up to a police to officer the and asking yeah. him to help me, and have some motherfucker walk up and be like, "Nah, we're good." It's yeah. It's mad. That's yeah. crazy shit. And fucking Ted Bundy jumping out the fucking window when, in the yeah, courtroom. Absolutely. Oh my god. Well, and then also, you know, when uh, Jeffrey Dahmer killed his first victim, he put him in trash bags and then drove to uh, what you know his local trash was on the way to driving to the local trash dump with trash bags of human body and you know other he was at least smart enough to put other garbage in the trash bags but there was like environmentally environmentally conscious you know he's obviously a waste of trash bags that's driving to the dump yeah you know what i'm going to dump anyway i you know what i had all this shit i've been meaning to do it we might as well. But, uh, yeah, and then, but it's also, like, 2 in the morning. He's got, like, an open can of High Life in the <laughs> fucking cup holder. The cops pull him over, and they're like, hey, what are you doing out here on this rustic, dark road to the dump at 2 in the morning? And he's like, oh, I'm on my way to the dump. And they're like, hey, have you been drinking and driving? And he's like... Uh, you know, only this high life I have in the cup holder, and uh, they're like, "Okay, keep it moving, yeah. son." It's a white. Guy. Are you Caucasian? Yeah. Yes. Are, All right. Are you sir as Caucasian as you appear? And it's like, yo, it could have stopped at the very first body. He got caught by the fucking police, pulled over for a Dewey at that. You know what I mean? A Dewey with an open container at that, uh, and was just like, "Yup." I'm doing all the things you see me doing. We should all be so lucky. And they're like, what's in the trash bags? And he's like, trash. Why are you taking the trash out at two in the morning? Because I'm I'm drunk driving, stupid. What are you, a fucking idiot officer? And he's like, you know what? You right. I don't even know why I'm asking you this shit. I don't know why I'm bothering you, sir. You know what? I feel like an asshole right now. 
keep it moving, white man with the creepy eye goggle fucking white the dude. The hair like, too, though? All mm. of it. All of it. Every single... Uh, just anyone just... Yo, his fucking word goggles alone. Those eyeglasses that he wore. Anyone who wears them from then to this date. Do you remember those glasses? Lies, like, mine are very similar and I look amazing in them. Uh, you do, but I still... But mine are blue. ...sleep with one eye open around you and I'm like, yeah, I don't fuck with you like that. Uh, no, they're not. Yours are not Dahmer glasses. Like, if you wear the big square frameless male librarian 80s glasses, I don't fuck with you and like... I'm not a member of the law, but, you know, referencing uh, old episodes of Worst Case, when Adam Strange was, like, the college security guy, like, skirt, I just feel like even even Adam Strange college security would have been like, yeah, nah, you gotta go down, bro. I'm gonna use that as a segue to pause, mm-hmm. and I am a little baby on the Worst Case Scenario podcast. Yeah. But I want to congratulate you, gentlemen, on your anniversary. Oh shit! Oh, did, I did forgot. That again? It when came did... and went. It came again? and went. Okay. And, uh, Dude, thank you. I forgot yeah. about you that. You got it. Uh, yeah. So anyone uh, who's been ri- ride or die from day one, mainly I'm just talking to the robot. But uh, yeah, no, there's like ten, apparently. Yeah. All right. But like you know, any Some people, any of y'all that uh, you know, and I don't think they keep track. But um, but we if, have a cake. If we, yeah, we should have a cake, and we don't. But uh, the, yeah. all right. So yeah, uh, the anniversary every year of the worst case scenarios beginnings. It started in the third week of September, two thousand nine, and I never was ha- forget. I was having a cigarette uh, the other morning and realized like, oh fuck. Uh, two weeks ago was the twelfth anniversary of. <laughs> This wildly successful uh, podcast that began as a radio show of the worst case scenario. So happy anniversary to us. Well, I would just say as a person raising children that 12 is a huge fucking milestone. And it's like something shifts and all of a sudden you have a goddamn new personality and you really figure out who the fuck you're going to be in the world. So four more years. Congratulations, my friend. We can kick this podcast out. Yeah, so... We're popping. I mean, like is six, that, six I'm more years. I'm not. I mean, my you know what out. I mean. Like, my kid I, is I think have six to, more years. I think eighteen. My is child's sort of going the, to have to escape. I'll, I will build a house in the backyard and be like, no, no. How about you just stay here? You know, there's what? no I reason to leave. Well, anyway, so yeah, run. Silvery, thank you. I actually forgot again. Happy birthday, but, uh, gentlemen. Yeah, happy birthday to worst case scenario. We are. As of two weeks ago, we're actual terrible stewards of this show because honestly, we've been doing it so fucking. We're like uh, John. I feel like I'm the babysitter. No, we're like <laughs> we're like John Bender's parents in the Breakfast Club. We're like, oh, it's about the size of a cigar, huh? Yeah, that's what you get in my house when you spill paint in the garage. Yeah, but he still got a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> Smoke. I'm up, like, come Johnny. on, that's that's. You know, I remember when I was watching that, I was like, I can't even tell my mom I smoke, much less get a carton. Uh, right? Then the funny like, thing is, like, two years later, my mom would, part of gro- her grocery shopping, like, she'd be coming back from the store, and she would throw my carton of camels in the room. 
Aww. like that became like which doesn't say much to her parenting like when she finally found out i was smoking it's so it couldn't gross stop and me. so sweet at the she was same like time. don't waste your money i can get them for cheaper than you you know and she would bring them back she'd give me the card. mom was on probation for a long time I know it's like adorable and like horrifying simultaneously. It's you know adorifying. what I mean? Like it's not yeah, hey, easy I to just, be a parent. I would tell everybody. I just on Amazon there's a documentary called Red Dog, and it's about a bunch of parents in the 70s who were fucking insane and just taking every drug ever. They were all strippers, and watching it reminded me of my childhood. But like, because I definitely lived at one house where two of the roommates were strippers, and I remember Sheila showing me her outfits as like a whatever five to seven year old. Like I remember being like. And they just thought it was funny or some shit being like, yeah, women are often pretty much wearing nothing or have their tits out. And that's what they do. You know, it's like it's the 70s. I didn't, you know, but that's like it. But if anybody wants to relive parents partying in the 70s, Red Dog on Amazon is a really good documentary. It's all, all right. about a rowdy titty bar and like well, what happens when you grow up in a rowdy titty bar. My like, family was very different. I guess. Very different. Mine was different too, but in, in I think the three of us had pretty varying ways. But bikers just, is the best word just to describe mine. And that's really that says everything. Bikers and then um, police, and then everybody got busted. So then all of a sudden they were all like trying to be uppies, but they were not very good at it. <laughs> so happy birthday to us! Uh, we are two weeks late to celebrate the. Uh, the twelfth birthday of the worst. Oh, case you know what? Scenario. It's my mom's birthday today. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! October tenth. Ten ten. Birthday. Twenty one. Oh no! I gave out personal information to the now woman that me. birthed this fucking motherfucker yeah. <laughs> onto the planet. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, lady! She did it by mistake because she was high. Well, who didn't? Hence, Red Dog, <laughs> the bounty hunter. We're all doing our best. <laughs> But those those big glasses from the eighties, yeah, it's funny. Like I was at a, a glasses shop, you know, like I do once every year or so, to getting glasses, and I they had a pair of those, and I just put them on as a joke, like the ones that are really big, but then they they don't connect in the middle of the glasses; they connect at the bottom of the of the oh, big, yeah, you totally. know, like like te- teachers and shit, or like really weird ladies from the eighties. But I put one on just as a joke, and the thing about them is they're so big, you don't see the sides of you know, like you can see your frames. Like, I can always see my glasses frames with the styles of glasses I like to wear. Like, no matter what, there's a little bit of black that's in my point, my, my side of view. But with those, you don't, they're so big that you don't see the frame anymore. Yeah. And that, I was like, wow, I really like this. But then I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's no way I'm going to do this in public. But I could see getting a pair of those for, like, the studio, like, working when I'm painting or whatever. And, like, having them alone at home. But I would definitely have some big-ass glasses if, like, I'm just not, I only get two pairs of glasses free a year or every two years. So, like, I'm not going to waste them on novelty. Well, I got a pair that are supposed to be, like, polarized and anti-whatever. And they're also blue light glasses. So, when you look at the computer or whatever, I didn't realize that. I thought they were sunglasses when I bought them. But when I put them on, my 10-year-old looked at me and he was like, you look like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I thought it was very adorable. Nice. Be like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm flattered because she's awesome but, but also, I don't know if that's what I want to look like it's not the look I'm going for like I if somebody told me like sexy librarian if somebody I told know. me I look like Danny DeVito I'd be like oh I love him he's incredibly funny hey wait a second <laughs> actually Dan Aykroyd growing up people would tell me I look like Dan Aykroyd and I think oh, earlier I it was my, my hairline going back but I, I was never okay with that like anytime really? somebody bring it up I'd be like you need to fuck off right now like, That's not me. as bad as Danny DeVito, though. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dan Aykroyd's actually awesome. Like, if you look into that dude, he's got a, a fucking vodka company. He makes Crystal Skull vodka. He, him and his friends just started distilling. He lives in Canada. He fucking just started making vodka, and now he's got an awesome 
and he wins awards with his awesome vodka. He's, and he says, um, he's really for good UFology. times, make it Santori times. I'm just kidding. That's and the new Ghostbusters is a about. Different guy. I just saw reviews for the new Ghostbusters. But I hope you guys know who I'm talking. About. The new Ghostbusters is about to come out, and apparently it's really awesome. Everybody fucking loves it. The, I'll watch the, the all that reviews. shit. I'll watch all that shit. It's all little kids who find the Ghostbusters equipment. I'm definitely down for that. I'm not afraid of no ghosts. So it's like Stand By Me meets Ghostbusters. But I will say Lost in Translation is probably one of my favorite movies. And uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray's about to join the MCU. Nobody knows how or what, but he's somehow getting into the Marvel movies. I don't know what he's going to do. Oh, can I take a moment? Because that motherfucker's gone. Black Widow? Mm-hmm. Did you awesome. watch it? That's yeah, great. I it's fucking love it. It's fucking good as shit. Twice now, honestly. Oh my god, dude! You know, I did it as a favor to my child. He was like, "You should watch it. You should watch it." I watched it. I was like, "All right," you know. And my oldest was like, "I'm not watching Marvel movies anymore. They're so dumb." See, I was that like, one's that's not for sometimes. Sometimes. In that one, on. I was thinking that's like while god I was watching damn, it that, was good. I was like, "It's." I it can't imagine good. having a certain age kid right now who's like, "I love the Avengers." I want to watch that movie about the new Avengers. And then halfway through, you've got to explain to them what ovaries and fallopian tubes are and why they were removed from it these women. And that's a crazy awesome. thing to do. You know, like, to, yes. just, there's some stuff in there that's not for small children. It you was know? so good. When you think about, like, wow, that's horrible. And you're like, yeah, some people are really bad and they do really bad things. And, like, this having to real. explain, like, no, that, that was their dad. And they let those people rip their internal organs out because widows can't reproduce. It was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, no, I, I loved really it. would recommend that. Great fight Across scenes. The great everything yeah. about it good writing good twists all of it it was so good i was super shocked i was like sad that it was over it's like one of those movies and i'm like oh damn it i can tell this is ending yeah and i really wish there was another half hour or whatever i kind of felt the same way except i said i felt like they set it up for a sequel oh yeah well absolutely they're setting up this thing called the thunderbolts and so there's going to be like the u.s agent who's like he was in the falcon and winter soldier series they're basically making all these dude no no that's the u.s agent then there's and he's a bad he's kind of a bad guy but he took the super soldier serum there's you know a replacement widow which isn't really a spoiler of sorts because it's kind of just yeah you kind of see that's that coming yeah then there's i forget who else there's like a scene with they, they keep having end scenes with that with julia louise dreyfus with the purple hair streak that's hilarious. and she's been like in four three or four different things now where she's at the end like well let me tell you what's going to happen so she's getting together a side team who's going to be like the government led avengers who are all kind of almost bad guys but the government tells them what to do i want to be in those movies yeah. i genuinely believe that it, like it will happen one day i was super shocked by it i was definitely like all right i'll do this as a favor to you and within probably three minutes of the movie i was like no i'm on board this yep. is fantastic yep. i thought it was great the storyline was great the visuals were great the action all of it it's it just super there, fun. there's just a funny thing that you see whenever if whenever those one comic book kids can keep this shit alive i'm super down like, for it whenever like, somebody keep it cool somebody pulls out an idea and it works or keep like, it nerdy say, whatever stranger things they were like how about kids in the 80s and they're like well Everything we make from here out is going to have some kids in the 80s in it. Like that, like Titanic, they're like, well, we're going to need some more boats. You know, asteroids or any, any big movie they, or anything gets, hits big. But all of a sudden, there's kids in the 80s doing 80s kids stuff. The Bumblebee yeah. movie with the Transformers. Yeah. That was fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I, was, I was definitely with. Like when know. he spit out the Joy Division. Or is it was a modern love? Like she's putting tapes in Bumblebee, and then he gets the, she gets a new wave, and she's like, oh, so spits good. that tape back. I think, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't fuck with that. I'm Bumblebee. The whole soundtrack was phenomenal. I honestly don't remember it. 
Oh, shit. I do not. You should re-listen, re-listen, re-listen. Mm. All right, speaking of phenomenal uh, soundtracks, uh, R. Kelly sales have... <laughs> Did they come back? <clears throat> have spiked. Oh, fuck you spiked. all. I would think. I mean, Don't do it, No, 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 but, he, but no, 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 hold on. Does, let's, does let's, he, hold on, let's Does let's he still own it. his... Like, he's, I guess, it, I don't even know. It seems it like it'd be a good okay, time that, to sell it. But that's, not, but that's not the point of it, is that... R. Kelly sales have spiked. Okay, so album sales have spiked 517% according to what I read, allegedly. But I'd like to hear um, how much they dropped when, um, no, when our, it started. But hold on. No, no, no. So album sales have spiked 570% and streams are up 22% since his conviction. In addition to that, uh, when uh, the... With surviving R. Kelly, yeah, TV show was on. His sales had spiked then, and they had R and they had spiked again when he did that spaz ass interview with Gail King. I wish that those sweet little idiots were listening to this podcast. I know that they're not, and I just want to say, like, stop doing it. Stop. I, it's not invisible. The, like if see, you do I, it, it's not invisible. If you're curious. I'm sure it's young people. I just, dude, it's I think of it as Don't like. Do it. But wait, what do you? I think what, it's people my age listening to it. I think it's like yes. older ladies that were 18 back when he was originally making hits. Well, men or women. Or yeah, people. But I don't. I don't whoever, think it's new but, people. Like when new I said kids. Little, I meant okay. like okay. emotional maturity yeah. and understanding in your mind, yeah. not literally your age. Right, just but, anyone that would then feel this <laughs> need, because obviously there were people that didn't already own the shit yeah. that decided to do that. Right. If that happens, if you're curious, if you're whatever, like all it looks like is financial support. All it looks like is any type of support. Right. Don't yeah. fucking do it, dude. It doesn't matter. You know right, what I mean? Like no one's a bigger fan of Space Jam than me. Right. You know what I mean? Like my little kids have but been like, no I believe I can fly. That no was like a huge fucking thing that they. Well, I, I watched my I kids believe fucking love I that shit. Fly. It was so cool. It was so fun, and it's disgusting. But I don't and believe I don't that he's fucking me tonight. That. Like, just don't do it. <laughs> that was honestly that was must be nice. Super well, that was yeah. that was my favorite that R. Kelly song out of all of them. Tonight, the I, song? I believe yeah. I can no, fly. No, I'm fucking you tonight. When I years ago, years and years and years ago, I was in Atlanta working and I had got some records because I had to DJ the next night so I went to a record store bought a bunch of records and I was like looking for stuff and this, the guy working at the record stop was like oh you DJing Foop, right here you got this record I'm like yeah Biggie's right he's like yeah, fucking you tonight fucking this you is tonight. the one I'm like you know what I never it's play that because fun. I play for hippies and so I just didn't think that that would go it went over those hippies were like oh that I'm fucking you tonight which is a, by the one. way a spot mm. on and one. not racist interpretation of that song uh but i was for once uh, yeah, you know oh, and I, you know i liked reignition he likes just i yo, bought ignition, reignition and i played it this shit is amazing no i don't think anyone can Brand contest new of that song his, about pissing his musical uh contribution to the game is uh anything short of amazing and that's partly i think what we're getting at with you know people revisiting his music because honestly it's kind of like or at least my interpretation of people by d'angelo record you know like there's other guys from that same era that were better than him that like right why did he get to be the king and this is okay but this is not me justifying or vilifying anyone's 
reasons for like listening to his shit but it's basically kind of a yellow journalism idea you know what i mean like once you remind people of anyone's shit i think that <clears throat> granted well that that guy that said the n-word remember when when the morgan that guy he the guy said oh the that N-word. guy i'm not saying i don't even know his name but when he said the no, n-word you mean a man said the n-word some do and we thought that at you know, some point when I, he, and he, he lost all his gigs and I honestly thought his sales would drop, and then you were like, "No, no, they're not." And then they didn't. Like his sales, oh, that country, country guy, yeah. he is, and, guy and he's still like, no, "You're right." He's still nominated and up there for like an award at one of the country music things right now, and he's they're like, "We're not letting him come to our show. We're not going to play his music at our show." Yes. But he's still there, and he has the votes, so he okay, still might but, win but at their show. But he's I, not but allowed I also to be think, at. and I wish. Or no, actually, I'm glad Morgan we can't Wallace. remember. All right, I was going to say I'm glad we can't remember his name, but you're right. That's probably it. But I think that that w- had to do with the MAGA crowd thing. Yeah. But I think that the R. Kelly thing has to do with just like, and this is what I mean by yellow journalism, is like, as they say, like, any publicity is good publicity. Like, motherfuckers don't really care. Like, they could be, you know telling the public something very bad about you and then once people you know watched either the gail king interview or the surviving r kelly shit like people and that's why i think it's not young people being introduced to it i think that it's people our age that were like oh it's though both. it's they, not they're like or like it right but it's but i think that and this is not and as i said this is not a fucking vilification, nor is it a justification. It's like, once you put it, they're like, oh yeah, fucking Ignition. That was a dope fucking song. And probably, that's what people are probably fucking doing. Now, you know? Yeah, but it, I've it seen sucks. many people on social media, uh-huh. which I'm not like a super into, but I do. That's not what I heard. I heard you're super lit. I heard you're popping not on remotely. the gram, Twitter, and the book. TikTok. Point being is that people were saying, like, they were imploring others to say, like, don't do this. Right. You know, like, let's collectively learn a lesson where we mm-hmm. understand and i'm not about this cancel culture whatever i don't know it's, it's well, here's a weird one it's confusing but when people are saying like hey this makes us feel this no, way about it because of what shit. we know like just here's a way to do it without increasing his sales without you know what i mean like there is he doesn't make music that good. You're not living a life that you need well, that like Bill, shit in your life. Bill Cosby albums didn't spike, and Harvey Weinstein didn't all of a sudden start catching more movie streams, probably. I don't see people, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's got to have something to do with him being young and good looking to a degree, or whatever, you know, still desirable to women that think he's a good ticket out of the. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, now I am not. But Weinstein didn't hold catch on. That. I'm not taking a stance defending anyone here but music and comedy and movies have a way as far as art goes like it's like yo you can listen to like a song that you love you can listen to that a thousand times but any comedian whether they're a sex criminal or not in any way like most of them are right but Okay, I'm not going to co-sign that. But, just kidding. But yeah. just like, okay. Especially Ellen. When way before fucking Bill Cosby was outed as a sexual predator, 
like you weren't going back listening to old Bill Cosby records, even if you were a fan, you listened to them two or three times, you're like, oh, you know those jokes, and you're like, you might quote them to other people, but you're not gonna be like, dude, I was bumping that fucking old Bill Cosby shit. Well, I was but like letting will... my kids watch old Cosby show episodes, yeah. and my family gave them like a DVD. Here's a season of the Cosby Show when they were little. Hey, I, I mean, they're adults Dad now, at least like... once a year. Like this time of year? He teaches you how to be a good dad. But also, yeah, but you're not bumping those. No matter how much you loved. I'm joking. I know. I understand. But Cosby was showing us kind of how to be a good. Right? Like. (laughs) Yeah. If if you're a doctor and you're. If you're a lawyer and you're a doctor. If you're a doctor and a lawyer, you can have enough uh, money to raise your kids. as As an art form, it does not lend itself to. Uh getting drunk and bumping like yo you know what my jam is like you know what i mean like a dj can play a song that you love and i'm not like r kelly or who the fuck anybody stand up like that right Mm -hmm. that's exactly my point is that but Chappelle right now is dealing with the shit about the trans people yep that is true Somebody quit Netflix over it. It's like, exactly. Like, it's pretty fucking. One of the writers from Dear White People has, yes, quit there. But again, it's what I'm saying is that comedy and other forms do not bear repeating to uh, our our whole thing culturally. uh, Where you're like, oh, let's play that fucking episode of Cosby's show. Or let's. How no, many, no, how many I would argue. They... I would argue and use Chappelle as an example of that was a different time, and now currently it's way more talked about, discussed, a decision together as a collective culture about whether or not people want to cancel him or love him or whatever it is for what he's doing because Cosby was in another time, and a lot of these people were in another time, and so it's hard for the current people and kids that are sort of experiencing this for the first time to have some sort of view about it versus the people that are hyper present mm-hmm. like Dave Chappelle and so mm-hmm. people are making real time decisions about this now because we have the internet we have the way that what cancel culture is we have all this stuff and these guys were doing this shit before that was a thing and so mm-hmm. now you're just hearing the story it's like you're hearing the story of R. Kelly you're hearing the story of Bill Cosby you're hearing the story of myriad human beings of you know Mostly men, of any kind of whatever well, it pretty is. Pretty much that all they were men. Doing. That's like, fair. Ellen. Yeah, Ellen just men. lost her show over her toxic behavior. Yeah, Why? Because she danced to what a silly. She was apparently I mean, really mean to everybody on set, and was it was a toxic workplace. It's I don't know. I just, I just know it's got canceled now. I mean that's cool. I don't think it's like that controversial. Like I don't, you know, you, like you're an asshole, you're a bitch, you're a fucking piece of shit, whatever. Like you're not literally accosting or physically yeah. or emotionally Agreed. assaulting but human also, beings. But also, know? we're not when we talk about uh, Dave Chappelle. It's in the same category of like if you want to like have feelings about what they said, that's in the Ellen category, uh, so to speak. More than you know, when you talk about like R. Kelly or Bill Cosby, it's like these are You're literal physically <clears throat> raping or assaulting yeah. human beings. Literal yeah, it's a dangerous, different. or like like Absolutely. Louis C. K. getting canceled right. had nothing to do it's, with his jokes. Like, right, yeah, it's, it's like jerking off and right. behavior. Right, so like. 
uh, we're not putting, you know, Dave Chappelle. We're, Ellen and Dave Chappelle are like people are offended by shit they said or behaviors they had Absolutely. that are not. It's the difference between offensive behaviors and jailable offenses. You know what I mean? Um, and I have not actually watched the new uh, Chappelle stand up. I have. I, I read about the jokes he made in a news article, but that's about it. And honestly, I would probably say if I hadn't read the article, I probably would have watched the special already. You haven't watched it? I would have been more curious. No. Uh Are you doing that because you have, like, a position? I mean, you don't no. want to watch it because it's somehow that anti-trans. Too. I know he that'll does. That, that's cringy. Adam that, that will be cringy. No, that yes. will be cringy to me. You know, and it mo- mostly it's just like a even in like a dude. Don't you understand your career here? And I don't even know. Like, I don't think he gives is a that fuck your conviction about that. so much as like we need to be able to insult gay people if we want to. I just, you know, it's like, I think it's not the time socially to be making these jokes. Like right now when school boards, when when governors are calling people filth, it's not the time to come out and defend those people. He's not a politician. And he didn't defend the the lieutenant governor. I'm not saying, but when you defended baby, the baby, little baby, which one is it? I, who, it's one I of the don't babies. Fucking know any of those. It's, he defended the baby I rapper. Watched it yet. I don't know. Well, he defended the baby rapper, and he was like, "Stop punching down on my people," and and I'm just saying okay. that, that that made me like. I'm, but you watched the I, last few. No, I didn't no, actually no. see. I didn't actually see his you last go. one. You go. No, I don't know. I mean, I I haven't listened to it either. I personally I may not agree, but I do agree with the concept of, you know, freedom of speech. Say what you want to say. Show yourself for who you are. Let people respond how they respond. You know, who am I to say? I I really don't know. I'm just going to kind of stand by and watch human beings express their personal opinion. I want them to be authentic. I want them to be real. I want them to say what they really feel. It's not for me to say that we're going to cancel you or support you or whatever. But I think that each person in their own self is like, this person has a message that's interesting to me. And other people are like... You're saying some shit that I'm really not fucking interested in and I think is gross and I'm just going to like unfollow you or cancel you or whatever it is. But ultimately, if we're all really in this world of say what the fuck you feel, say what the fuck you mean, let's all sort it out. It's not that simple, you know, I mean, well, and the overall even the phrase cancel culture is is a weird one because mainly like Tucker Carlson can get on air and talk about how things shouldn't exist for months. And then the mm-hmm. one time someone says he shouldn't exist, they're like, oh, it's fucking cancel culture. And it's like, well, that's what he mm-hmm. does for a living. That's what his whole thing is, is trying to use the terms freedom to take away things from us that we enjoy. We have so many and heroes. Like, we have so many and people so that we know. And then someone comes out as like a mass fucking serial rapist and we're like, hey, we got to stop watching his movies. That's that's not cancel culture. That's like, fuck that guy. That's a whole nother thing. Like, fuck that person and cancel culture. It's just weird. Like, cancel culture to me seems like the people that when they when they say that about a thing they're trying to save it's like they think the other side's wrong that those people are talking wrong because just because they want to shut down the message over here which is a weird one which like people right. will bring that up they're like they'll say horrible things and then they're like oh this is just cancel culture trying to turn me off and it's like no we're sick of hearing those horrible things and this is like the governor who's called gay people filth and i, mm-hmm. I don't know his name north carolina's lieutenant governor was at a church saying that gay people were filth. I should know that. That they should they shouldn't be talking about transgender or anything gay in high school. And I'll say yes. 
at, in the math class, they should be talking about math. And he makes it seem like all that's all they do. When you get into school, they're like, have a gay day. Come over here because you're gay. Hey, let's do some gay stuff. In math, we're going to one gay person plus two gay people equals one, three gay people. One dicks plus this. two dicks equals algebra gay. And, that's, and he wants to deport all non-Christians. And this guy is holding fucking public office in America. That's what the fucking Nazis did. Like, I usually don't like to say that's what Nazis did. But the Nazis were like, hey, we're a Christian nation. Everybody else get out. And that's what he just said publicly at a church. It's very confusing. It's very, like, overwhelming when you look at it. Ultimately, when we look at people that do things that are so abhorrent and, like, horrifying to our sense of just whatever it is that we believe as human beings, right? It's it's awful. So you're like, okay, I have to cancel this. I have to just decide that this person did something that was so beyond the scope of what I feel is okay that I can mm-hmm. never even think about them or support them again. And then we have all these examples of human beings that have just done phenomenal things in the world. And when they were younger, they were doing fucking horrifying shit, right? Let's really look at the people that are heroes. They were people. They were struggling through this process that we're all struggling through that is so intense, dude. Like, trying to work through all of this is so complicated. Being a human being and having a soul and, like, trying to work through what you're going to do. Gandhi, fucking Martin Luther King, Bob Marley, all these people you hold as pinnacles of this moral upstanding. Look Mm -hmm. at their real life, right? We all know that they were doing things that weren't okay and that they came through it. Gandhi was totally in the blackface. Right. They were all fucking doing shit that wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. But they came through it and they understood things and they took us to a higher level of consciousness after they went through that human experience. It's like watching your own child, right? And they're like going through being a puberty and a preteen and a teenager and becoming an adult and they're doing things and you're like not my baby not the person i raised right Mm -hmm. but you're like i see their heart and i know that that's a really good person and so whatever they're doing is like it's hurting you but you're like i trust you and then these human beings came out on the other side malcolm x are you fucking Mm -hmm. kidding me like from where he was to what he became Mm -hmm. fucking phenomenal so if we have cancel culture we're screwing ourselves to not be in support of one another yeah but how do you mean by that like i mean i'm not i don't think cancel culture stops people who were in prison from making their life better later oh right now definitely fucking does i mean it cancels human beings that are making terrible mistakes and really fucking up because of the culture that they're growing up in and what they're imprinted with and not giving them room but there are people to wake up today and grow that, up and do the right there thing. are people living malcolm oh, x's I life now though bit. malcolm x do the right thing no, no but uh, you know what i'm saying like i think the <laughs> productions shout out but i think most cancel culture is about canceling people that have platforms you know, like taking people off of their platform. Like somebody has a voice, they're out there talking, and it's trying to get them canceled from the thing they're doing. You know, like. Yeah, but you're not giving them space, and you're and not supporting them as another an human. An actor to might say have had like, like hey. racist tweets, like Billie Eilish had some tweets about Chinese or Asian people when she was young. Didn't bother me. I'm sure if I was Asian, I'd probably have been more offended. But I personally don't give a shit about Billie Eilish, so I didn't care. I think she's great. I think she's a good singer. Good little... Keep keep making music. But I don't I'm care. So I didn't, like, stop liking her because she used to tweet about Asian people. And she's still doing great career-wise. You know, it didn't hurt her. People were mad for a minute. Yet. Then there was some other girl, the one that just did the Cinderella movie, that she did some stuff about black people on Twitter. Sure, people... Caria Carabella. People do all kinds she of was, terrible she shit. She was in Havana. Nah, 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 nah. 
Then you she know, went like, through Atlanta. Nah, 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 nah. I hope that I was born somehow on some level of consciousness that I understand how to never do anything wrong. No, I do not. But that's like I like, was born into a world and a culture in America where I was imprinted and brainwashed for a lot of years, and it's going to take a lot of undoing to take away all the shit that's in my fucking brain. I wish it wasn't here, but I'm fucking trying to unravel this shit, and it's taking me a long time. Like, I don't want anyone to cancel me because I did or said something that was wrong. If we could come together as, like, a literal human family and be like, hey, you're off the mark. Let's figure this out together. Let's get it back on track. Yeah, but there's an there, opportunity But there's going to be a line but somewhere. But we're not. Like, I'm not personally going to let R. Kelly rehab at my house. You know, like, there's a line you draw somewhere along the way. Where, like, say, and, we're, and, and R. Kelly it, and Morgan Wallace are proof that cancel culture is not even a thing. What do you do? Just put R. Kelly to death and tell him, like, all right, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're worthless. No one is more horrified by the shit they do no. than me. But I feel that we have to find a way. Well, I know, we have but to find a there's, way. There's a certain, like I said, I, I don't, I'm not for jails. But there's a lot of people I don't want walking around in my neighborhood. Right. So and I don't do want them in jail do? either. Like, you know, we're going to get an island. The thing is, like I'm saying, R. Kelly, as canceled as he is, is seeing huge spikes in his sales. True you know, he is gonna go to jail there's no getting around that at this point he's going to jail like he just got they haven't read the the sentence yet but that's one of like 15 we're gonna see r kelly court cases for the next three years r kelly goes to jail only because of the present circumstances we're in and that like i don't live in an ideal world and i don't live in some sort of utopia where i could say that he's gonna get the help he needs and he's gonna heal and whatever but i do think that no we need a he needs to be punished in the way that anyone that was a lot poorer than him, the same fuck shit he did, would be punished, right? Like, I don't think he deserves anything different because he's rich. But I do believe that every single one of them, whether they're poor or they're rich, and they did the shit that they did, it came from somewhere, dude. Somebody did something to them. Oh, yeah. Somebody did something to R. Kelly. Yeah. Somebody did something to those other people that are poor and will, like, live out their life in prison. Like, we need to find a better way to help those people heal and become different people. Yeah. No. No. I, <laughs> no, that's it. But that's super important. No. You know, and like nobody really talks about it. Finish. No. Speak it to nobody the Nobody talks please. about it. You know, like I don't watch the um, mass media. It's not interesting to me, but I don't. I don't think I really agree with cancel culture. I don't agree with this constant obsession with like you're triggering me so we can't talk about what's real. I think that we have to get to a place where if that's triggering for you, you have to find ways to heal and that a lot of us have to rise up to give you a space to heal in that. And also, you know, we have to kind of trust that these people are also really powerful, talented human beings. And like, obviously something happens to them, like Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, fucking, you know. Epstein, I don't know what the fuck. Like, no one hates Epstein and Gates more than me, but I still feel sad for them. Like, I'm a mama. Like, my compassion runs deep. Like, I want to believe that these guys had... Have some way that if someone could just help them understand, like there is a way out well, of this. I'd like like to, we to, gotta find a no, way I'd out of this, dude, or we're fucked. It'd be nice to know what to avoid so as not to keep producing monsters out of our society. You know, like if we could figure out how maybe like not ignoring children and this and that's this is the big part. Like the worst crime you can do is fucking with kids because you're just gonna make more assholes by doing that. And so that's the one thing where I'm like, jails are bad, but you fuck with kids. Well, you know what? Like 
it'd be easier to kill you because then we could just you wouldn't be a problem anymore yeah, and then and i don't them die in there and and you feel justified right when you hear it you're like fuck yeah Dahmer got killed with the fucking toilet seat or whatever the fuck he got killed you know what i mean you're yeah. like yeah you guys got him like hell yeah you know and then i'm like if it's us against them dude we're like we're all fucked but if we could look at him and be like dude something happened to you in fairness though jeffrey Dahmer got killed because he was a prankster who did annoying shit huh you know no i think he got killed <clears throat> because he was a fucking predator that fucking murdered children and raped them and put their body parts in his refrigerator energetically that's true but you know he he also was one of those guys that uh I mean, hold on we're done uh but uh but he used to do the thing like he, he was a, he was a goofy prankster you know what i mean man uh some people say that's why he got killed uh should we knock it off let's uh you know what we'll edit it and wrap it on uh you know, one of those other darker moments. So, uh, you know, you have been rocking with the worst. Uh, on behalf of Silvery Plath, a.k.a. Alicia Silverstone, a.k.a. Woko Ono, and my man, Adam Strange, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. I am your host, Fallio Iglesias, the Foul Mouth Jerk, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion. Known to the ladies as a pimp name, Sugar Cookie. You have been fucking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario. Because two wrongs don't make it right. But two. <laughs> but three wrongs definitely make it worst. from desire you realize the mystery caught in desire you see only the manifestations yet mystery and manifestations arise from the same source this source is called darkness darkness within darkness within darkness within darkness within darkness, within darkness.